Testing one, two. Welcome to the Productive Not Busy podcast with me, Wayne Weathersby. We are going to have some fun today. We are outside in this beautiful central Florida weather today. Absolutely absurd. It's a beautiful 79 degrees with a cool breeze blowing from east to west. And we are going to talk about some fun stuff today. Can't wait to get started. Thank you for joining us. You're listening to the Productive Not Busy Podcast, where our mission is to make you more money so you'll have less stress and more free time. It's all about mindset, attitude, and taking action. And your host, Wayne Weathersby, knows how to make that happen. He's negotiated and closed over $150 million in contracts while building businesses with proven success strategies that he wants to share with you. So if you're ready to make some real money, then let's get to it. Here's Coach Wayne. All right, welcome back. Today we're going to talk about being unproductive and why we get stuck, why we make bad decisions, and then blame our circumstances on and what we can do about that. Today on the Productive Not Busy podcast, So you might think that success is challenging and failing is easy, but it's really quite challenging to be unsuccessful on a consistent basis. It requires several habits that aren't easy to create and maintain. Go figure. Chronic unproductivity also requires an inaccurate belief system, poor attitudes, and many years of honing and sharpening that sword to get overall systems that guarantee failure. See, it's a skill as well. It's not easy to come up short like clockwork. Those that fail consistently are true experts that have mastered their craft. But the good news is that it's just as easy to be successful. Success requires the same commitment to consistency. It's only necessary to be consistent at a different set of actions. So if ineffectiveness comes naturally to you, it's likely you have what it takes to be a great success as well. So you'll be glad to see easy strategies in this podcast that you can use to reverse these habits. There's a gentleman named Albert Schweitzer says success is not the key to happiness. Happiness is the key to to success. If you love what you are doing, you will be successful. So where I want to start is, is most people fail to make decisions. If you're truly committed to ending up nowhere, never make a decision. In fact, failing to make a decision is the same as choosing chaos and failure. If you ask me, life is messy, no doubt. Not making decisions invites chaos into your life. The only way to combat this disorder, or which exists throughout the universe with everybody, is to make decisions and work toward them in a productive fashion. So I want you to try these strategies to make decisions quickly. I want you to set a deadline. I want you to give yourself a sufficient amount of time to make a decision and then force yourself to make one. The deadline might be one minute or one month or one week, 
but set a reasonable deadline to gather the necessary information and make a decision. Next, I want you to know your values. What's most important to you? Do you any of your options resonate more clearly with you than the others? For the next, I now want you to know your goals and expectations. Make your decisions in line with those goals and expectations, and you'll rarely make a poor decision, honestly. So I want to ask you a question. Do you struggle making decisions? Progress comes to a halt until a decision is made, right? Make your decisions quickly and wisely. A mediocre decision pursued relentlessly can make, give, and create good results. Now, poor decisions are the equivalent of starting a journey in the wrong direction. You might get there, but it's going to take you a hell of a lot longer. So I want you to consider how a few poor decisions can create significant challenges in your life. Make decisions and point your life in a positive direction from the get-go. So trust your gut. When it comes to making a big decision, it's often best to trust your heart and your gut. I'm a big proponent of that. Ask anybody that knows me. Be logical with the little decisions, right? But go with your gut on the big decisions. Flip a coin. No, you're not going to leave a big decision to chance. Flipping a coin and then check your emotions is what I talk about. Before you look at the coin, you'll notice that part of you is hoping for a particular result. That's a trick I learned many years ago. You take a coin and you don't use the coin to make the decision. You flip a coin and then you check your emotions. Before you look at the coin, you're actually going to notice that part of you is hoping for a particular result. And usually that's the right answer. So consider your ideal life. If you don't have a vision for your life, create one right now. Stop this and create a vision right now. Consider where you want to be now, three months from now, three years from now. It's much easier to choose a path once you know where you're going. Align your decisions with that objective, right? It's like going on a trip across the United States, starting in Florida and going, eh, I don't know where I'm going to go. I want to get to California. And then you just kind of wander around. Do a benefit cost analysis. Imagine that. You're doing it like a business. Make a list of pros and cons and make an intelligent decision based off of those facts. I want you to think about the short-term and long-term implications of each decision. Those that struggle sacrifice the future for a short-term benefit or relief, usually. They talk a lot about that in drug and alcohol abuse. You're just using that for a short-term answer to your question. If all else fails, let a wise friend choose for you. Everyone has that person, right, who lived, who lives the charmed life. Ask for advice and follow it. Just be sure not to be and, start, and try to avoid taking responsibility for your life. You never want to avoid that. A wise friend can be great help if you're really stuck. But make sure you're really stuck. So do you make poor decisions? Most of the challenges you face started with a poor decision, right? Think about it. Give your decisions the reverse they deserve. Avoid procrastinating, but make wise decisions. If you do that, I've seen it in my life, the successes come and they grow. Another thing I want you to think about too is you can change your mind and you can change your mind frequently. 
The best way to never get any traction in life is to either never make a decision or to change your mind constantly. Regularly changing your plans is a great way to feel, in my opinion, like you're doing something without ever making any progress. It's a genius. You know the type of person I'm talking about. The person that decides he's going to medical school and then decides three months later to become a painter or a musician. He buys a guitar and some paints and some stencils and decides to become a professional blogger before the first set of any show that he plays or painting that he makes. I hate that. But there's people out there like that. This person feels like he's doing great things, has big plans. Many of them could be viable. However, they'll never bear fruit unless he sticks with a plan. So I want you to stick with your decisions using a couple of these methods that I've learned over the years. Realize how ineffective it is to change your mind consistently. Constantly change it. It's no different than starting in St. Louis, driving three hours towards Miami, then three hours towards New York, and then three hours towards Dallas. Where do you end up? Not anywhere that you plan to go. And not somewhere really you want to be. Make a habit of following through. It's easier to maintain bigger decisions if you maintain your smaller decisions. Follow through on your plans to meet your friends. When you clean the garage, clean the entire garage. Wash all the dishes, even the crusty-ass frying pan. Avoid leaving it until the morning. No procrastination. Then I want you to imagine a positive outcome. When you're feeling bogged down, it's because the present is sucks. It's uncomfortable. Turn your attention to the ideal outcome. The doubt and frustration that you're feeling, that'll go away. Then I want you to stay grounded in the present. You can only change your mind if your mind starts to wander. Pay attention to today. Avoid looking ahead at all the work that lies ahead in the future. Successfully manage each day as it comes. Right? So for me, I always use the example of somebody that wants to lose 30 pounds in three months. Well, most people will focus on the 30 pounds. Well, I tell people the ultimate goal is 30 pounds, but then there's expectations of 10 pounds a month. And then expectations of two and a half pounds a week. Then on Fridays, and you've lost two and a half pounds, you've had success. And that's a milestone and that's a win that you can celebrate. If you've lost three pounds, it's even better. But if you've only lost two pounds, then you can see that you need to look back at the small body of work on where you went wrong. Maybe that was that donut or that bagel. And you can course correct for the following week before it gets out of hand. It's not necessary to make the perfect decision every time. Many decisions can work out well if you stick with them. Persistence is an invaluable quality. Make your decisions quickly and wisely. Most importantly, avoid changing your mind unnecessarily. Mario Andretti, the the race car driver, said, Desire is the key to motivation, but it's determination and commitment to an unrelenting pursuit of your goal and expectation. It's a commitment to excellence that will enable you to attain set to attain success that you seek. Thought that was pretty cool. Next, only have a short-term focus. Is it more enjoyable to eat a banana split or a tofu sandwich on whole grain bread? 
Is it more pleasurable to watch your favorite old movie or for the ninth time or to spend that time at the gym working out? One option is much more enjoyable in the short term, but adds to your long-term pain and suffering. The best long-term choices aren't much fun in the short term. It's a cruel joke, man. This mindset is the primary cause of procrastination. So instead of asking yourself what would feel good right now, ask yourself what you can do right now that will benefit you in the future. One tofu sandwich in place of a bacon cheeseburger might not have an impact today, but it will have a huge difference if you make that a habit. Maintain a long-term focus. So imagine your decisions replicated every day for the next five years. What would be the logical result if you did that? Imagine eating that banana split each day for five long years. Will your physique and your health be better or worse? Think about it. What's pleasurable in the short term is often detrimental in the long term. Here's a good one. People like to blame others or the or the circumstances, right? It's easy to be remarkably unsuccessful but by blaming everybody else for your miserable failures. The other downside is that there's nothing you can do if someone else is at fault. The best you can do is hope they'll fix up and step up the situation for you. However, when you take responsibility, you give yourself permission and the motivation to resolve the challenge. It's absolutely 110,000% possible that you had horrible parents. You were made fun of by your third grade teacher, had a boss that enjoyed making you miserable, right? Well, you have lack of talent, lack of education. You're too old, you're too young, right? I could make a freaking list of a million of them. If you want to be successful, it's important to take responsibility for everything in your life, good or bad. While the circumstances may not be your fault, no one else will take responsibility for improving the situation. You can fix anything if you're willing to hold yourself responsible. Any other perspective creates a sense of helplessness. I call it the yeah, but syndrome. Oh, I, I, I would have finished that. Yeah, but somebody else is at fault for me not doing that. Even if you lack talent, education, or opportunities, using those as excuses accomplishes absolutely freaking nothing. A lack of talent can be overcome with hard work and dedication and action. A lack of education can't stand up to a library full of books or Google. So you got to create your own opportunities, man. No one's stopping you. The president's office doesn't make a decision that directly impacts you at this moment to make any decision to do whatever you want, good, bad, or ugly. No one's parents attended formal parenting school. Even if you were horribly mistreated, the only sensible option is to let it go, move on, get on with your life. Realize that your past choices have resulted in your current situation. Your current choices will determine your future situation. I promise. 100% guaranteed. So avoid blaming outside issues for your predicament. Take control of your life by taking responsibility for everything in your life. The saying goes, with great power comes great responsibility, right? It's just as accurate to say, with great responsibility comes great power. 
So use your power, man. Only take action when you're forced by time constraints or circumstances. This is another one. Waiting until you're forced to do something is a great way to turn your life into a fucking mess. Wait until you lose a job before you look for another one. Wait until your lease is over before you find a place to move. Don't worry or don't work on your work or school report until the last minute or it's due tomorrow morning. Don't pack for a trip until you're about to leave for the airport. Avoid buying an anniversary gift until the day of your anniversary. That's a whole list of wonderful ways to make your life much more difficult. You earn extra points for this action in a game of becoming an ineffective lump of skin. You can, you know, in the game of becoming an ineffective as possible person, that's a great list. There's several issues with procrastinating, right? You can't find the most elegant solution. You can find a great job if you give yourself enough time. You can study for the big exam properly given enough time. You can't do either nearly as well by waiting until you're out of time. The best solutions require time and thought. And you're limiting your resources when you wait. So you can predict the outcome. You can't predict the outcome, excuse me. Discovering that you're out of clean socks five minutes before you have to drive to the airport, that ain't fun. Can't predict what you're going to need until you get started. Then you lose control. No one wants to procrastinate. Each time we do it, we swear we'll never do it again. It's frustrating as hell. Things can quickly get out of control when procrastinating becomes a habit. It's stressful forced action. It's uncomfortable. Too much stress lowers your performance level. If you wait too long, you're often put in a situation that requires taking whatever life hands you. And then there's your excuse, right? Procrastination is a num- has numerous disadvantages. Avoiding responsibilities eventually leads to disaster. When one strategy doesn't work, consider doing the opposite. It's possible to control yourself and get used to working before time pressures arrive. It's a skill you can practice, I promise. You'll get better at it the more you do it. So take action and take control. Give yourself plenty of time. Consider the worst case scenario and give yourself that much time, at least. Get started. There's no advantage to putting it off. Remind yourself that you can relax after you've finished. It's much more effective than doing nothing and worrying now, only to worry even more while you're trying to complete the task, right? Do your work and then enjoy your downtime. Remember all the damage that you've caused by procrastinating in the past. Then do me a favor, avoid repeating those mistakes. Imagine how nice it would be to do your best work without some type of threat hanging over your head. So take action before it's necessary. You don't need the adrenaline of chaos to motivate you. I appreciate your time. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day. Be safe. Take care. Sell a bunch. Say something nice to somebody. You've been listening to the Productive Not Busy Podcast with Coach Wayne. Join us next time for more money-making strategies to help you have less stress and more free time. 
Follow us on Facebook at Productive Not Busy, on Instagram at Frontline.Coach.Wayne, and on Twitter at Wayne New Jr. And remember, be productive, not busy.